Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. As police search for a suspect, I'm Luke Luker. A local politician criticizing the Supreme Court after a gun went off in a mall. I'm Ian Kramer. It's been 20 years since the snipers held the Capitol region in a grip of terror. What a new poll reveals about the race for governor in Maryland. And the commanders lose to Dallas, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. As the death toll rises to 80, Floridians are processing the destruction visited upon them by Hurricane Ian, especially in hard-hit Lee County. Sheriff Carmine Marcino. We're going through a lot of debris. We have buildings, multiple floor buildings that have been washed out. It is incomprehensible what we're looking at. Did Lee County officials not take proper precautions? CBS's Mark Strassman has that. With Ian's death toll climbing, a new blame game has its own fury. Lee County leaders may have dithered before ordering evacuations last Tuesday, a day later than neighboring counties. Too late for many to leave before Ian made landfall. In some parts of Florida, a slow return to normalcy. CBS's Christian Benavides has that. Many roadways are impassable, but residents are venturing out, waiting in long lines for gasoline to power their generators, and the National Guard is providing water and food. We're just here to give whatever they need, and, you know, some people have come through, you know, they've been through a hard time. So maybe some hugs and some care is all they really need as well. Seven Americans have been released by Venezuela in return for the release of two Venezuelans convicted of drug smuggling in the U.S. More from CBS's Christina Ruffini. The White House says President Biden has spoken to the families of all those Americans. An official also tells us they had a chance to speak to their families and that they were overjoyed to have been released. Now to the latest on that hack attack on the Los Angeles School District. The hackers have released confidential information possibly related to students. It happened after Superintendent Albert Carvalho said he would not negotiate with or pay ransom to the criminal syndicate that calls itself the Vice Society. A statement reads in part, paying ransom never guarantees the full recovery of data and the Los Angeles Unified believes public dollars are better spent on our students. Federal and local authorities are evaluating the extent of the data theft. Lindy Kenyon, CBS News. 125 people have died in rioting in a stampede at a soccer game in Indonesia Saturday night. Police used tear gas to break up brawls, which then started the panic. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said today his forces have liberated two small settlements in the Kherson region. It's another success for Ukrainian troops in pushing the Russian soldiers out of areas they captured soon after the invasion. And a man who's been charged with killing 22 Women in the Dallas area will go on trial tomorrow in Dallas in the death of 87-year-old Mary Brooks. If he's convicted, Billy Chermier faces a second sentence of life in prison without parole. He was found guilty in April of capital murder in the death of an 81-year-old woman. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 603 on Sunday, October 2nd, 2022, 57 degrees. It'll be windy and chilly the next day or two.
Good evening. I'm Sarah Jacobs with the top local stories we're following this hour. Fairfax County police are looking for a man who shot and killed someone outside an apartment complex in the Mount Vernon area. There were multiple occupants uh, of a vehicle. They were sitting in the parking lot. Then at around 7 a.m. here at the Oak Mill Gardens off Jeff Todd Way, another man walked up to the car, got into a fight with them and pulled a gun. He fired multiple shots into the car. The victim was brought to the hospital by his friends where he died. The shooter took off. So we're still working hard to identify the relationship between the shooter and the occupants of the vehicle. Fairfax County Police Lieutenant Dan Spital says they're looking for a car. A silver Nissan Maxima with Maryland tags that was seen fleeing this area. In Fairfax County, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Shoppers scrambled when someone's gun went off by accident in Arundel Mills Mall Saturday. The event has county executive delivering some strong words for the Supreme Court and the governor of Maryland. More from WTOP's Ann Kramer. Angry is the reaction from the Anne Arundel County executive to the gun going off in the mall over the weekend. Stuart Pittman says it's the result of what happens when more guns are present in our communities. His statement criticized the Supreme Court for its decision this past summer, making it easier for more people to carry guns in public. And then the Democratic lawmaker called out Maryland for following suit. Back in July, Governor Hogan suspended the good and substantial reason standard required to get a concealed carry permit. Removing that has resulted in a significant increase in applications in Maryland for those permits. At the time, Hogan said it would be unconstitutional to continue to enforce the provision in state law. County Executive Pittman says politicians glorify guns to get votes. And the Supreme Court, he says, takes away the rights of local governments to pass and enforce its own permitting laws resulting in terror. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Today marks 20 years since the Beltway snipers started holding communities in our area hostage and killing people. By the time the crime spree was over, 10 people were dead, three injured. For three weeks, people were scared to go shopping or get gas because in everyday tasks like these, people were being killed. If you lived here in Montgomery County or in the region, you felt victimized. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy was a deputy state's attorney then when he came upon the first killing, that of 55-year-old James Martin in Wheaton. I was intimately involved in it from the first instance, having almost basically stumbled on it on my way to dinner. McCarthy became legal advisor to the Sniper Task Force. John Allen Muhammad and Lee Boyd Melvo were captured on October 24th. Muhammad sentenced to death and executed in 2009. Malvo is currently serving for life terms. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. The midterms just one month away and a new poll finds the race for governor in Maryland could be headed for a landslide. A new Washington Post University of Maryland poll finds Democrat Wes Moore leads Republican Dan Cox by a 60 to 28 point margin. 9% of respondents still undecided. After current Republican Governor Larry Hogan won two terms by winning over enough moderate Democrats, the survey suggests 22% of registered Republicans intend to cross over and vote for more. The poll surveyed more than 800 registered voters. It has a margin of error of plus or minus four percentage points. Coming up after a check of traffic and weather. A warning to settle up unpaid tolls in Maryland. I'm Jenny Glick. 607. Fall is the perfect season for remodeling your kitchen. And Bray & Scarf is the perfect place to do it. We're the kitchen remodeling experts. Handling everything from design to measurement to installation. With the area's best selection of cabinets, countertops, and appliances. 
At Bray & Scarf, we've installed over 20,000 kitchens. Our professional kitchen designers can help you make the most of yours with the easier way to remodel your kitchen. The Bray Way. Start creating your dream kitchen at the Bray & Scarf Fall Remodeling Event. Going on now with great deals on the best appliances. Get free basic installation on select GE Profile and Cafe Wall Ovens and Cooktops. And get free basic installation on select Monogram Professional Series appliances. Shop local and visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations. Or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. It's 6.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rick McClure in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Sarah, let's start in Virginia along I-66 through Roslyn headed east before the GW Parkway where authorities are with a crash taking the left lane. The delays are starting to build as you make your way out of Roslyn. 395, no problems there. I-95 still with volume heavy. still along the southbound side between Lorton and parts of Stafford. And uh, we still have issues along both sides, but they're cleared, uh, being cleared. The crash uh, southbound ramp to Route 123, that was cleared. And the crash cleanup northbound after Lorton, that was probably cleared from the right lane. The delays are starting to ease up just a bit along that stretch, so we presume that the uh, right lane um, was, uh, or the left side was uh, was free of any issues. Northbound delays are brief through uh, Falmouth for the moment, and the crash uh, near the Springfield Interchange at last check, that was in the northbound direction. It was taking the left lane. Now, we had delays both ways on the GW Parkway between the Key and Roosevelt Bridges. Had a crash southbound after the Key Bridge. That was cleared from the right lane um, a couple of, well, maybe last hour, and now it, it, it's a, there is a new crash, crash reported uh, in the northbound direction near Spout Run. At last check, it was in the right lane. Let's head over to Maryland, where uh, we had police activity affecting the northbound ramp from Branch Avenue to the outbound Suitland Parkway. We believe that's still the case. A little delay there. Route 50, still quiet along both sides. Good across the Bay Bridge. Uh, High-level vehicles, the wind warnings are in effect, so be careful if you're driving a camper and such. Um, three lanes west and two lanes east across the Bay for a moment. And uh, 270, we've got a report of a crash along the southbound ramp to Montrose Road. Be careful. Not sure what lane is affected yet. Capital Beltway through Prince George's County. You're back on the move uh, through Oxon Hill, headed toward Camp Springs. The crashes and the police activity are gone. And along with the delays, other issues along the Virginia side through Alexandria, Alexandria they were cleared as well. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try the Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safer car or a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. And now to Storm Team 4's Mike Stiniford. It's going to be a wet and windy night across the region. There's a wind advisory until 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties. For tonight, rain likely. It'll taper off to some light showers or drizzle after midnight. It's going to become quite windy, too. We could see wind gusts of 30 to 50 miles an hour with lows in the low to mid-50s. Windy with some off and on showers on Monday. Highs mid to upper 50s. Still breezy. Still some showers on Tuesday. Mid to upper 50s. And then some clearing on Wednesday. Highs low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team Fours, Mike Stiniford. It is 57 now at the wharf in D.C., 56 in Sterling, 57 in Oxon Hill, 57 degrees outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 611. Many parts of Florida are now focused on search and rescue as 
Officials work to assess the damage. WTOP's Melissa Howell is in Central Florida. Here in Orlando, roads have reopened and we're starting to see less debris littering yards and parking lots, but driving about an hour north of here toward Port Orange, not much has changed. Many roads are still closed. The Chuck E. Cheese I drove by had basically been split open, much of it just leveled. Over in some of the coastal towns like Naples and Fort Myers, those vacation areas are just unrecognizable. Some beaches out there are quite honestly just gone. Many residents out there do not have power and then there's the threat of a sanitation crisis. Governor Ron DeSantis is calling for all hands on deck, so the road to recovery is still unclear, but it will be a matter of rebuilding entire towns. In Orlando, Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Time is ticking if you have outstanding tolls in Maryland. Every time you drive through a toll in Maryland, a camera snaps a picture of your license plate to make sure you pay. Last February, the Maryland Transportation Authority launched a nine-month customer assistance plan that delayed fines and froze collections in order to give drivers a little more flexibility to pay bills during COVID. Now they want you to know the grace period is ending. October 1st triggered a 60-day countdown to get outstanding video tolls paid in Maryland or face a $50 fine. If you don't know if you've settled your bill, you can check at driveeasymd.com. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. Well, the nights have been pretty chilly lately. Have you turned the heat on yet? Experts say you're going to be paying more to stay warm this winter. 17% more is the estimate from a recent report. Mark Wolf heads the National Energy Assistance Directors Association. He says one reason has to do with our recent summer weather, which was hotter than the summer before. And as a result, electric companies drew down supplies of natural gas. So as we go into the fall, supplies are tight. When supplies are tight, prices go up. Wolf also sees the war in Ukraine as a factor. He says even though most natural gas in the U.S. is produced domestically, we do export natural gas, and the high rate of prices in Europe is working to also increase prices here. Sandy Cosell, WTOP News. The commanders come up short in Dallas. Sports is next at 613. Meet Ken Mills, the president and CEO of Regenex Bio, on the discussion how global gene therapy leader Regenex Bio is improving lives in Montgomery County. This is going to be one of the industrial-grade manufacturing facilities to support new studies as well as the advancement of new commercial treatments. And it's right here in our backyard in the D.C. area at our headquarters in Rockville. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Regenex Bio, one of 400 plus innovative companies creating some of the most promising advancements in science and human health. We are home to the NIH and FDA, top talent and partnerships that spur discoveries. To launch your business in Montgomery County, go to thinkmoco.com or reach out. Connect at thinkmoco.com. I'm Katie from Long Roofing. My great-grandfather founded the Long Legacy with reliability, value, and quality in mind. Cooler weather is coming, so it's a great time to make sure your roof is ready for the season. Small leaks can lead to big problems like structural damage and even mold. Stay warm and cozy under your long roof. Schedule a free estimate today and you'll see we do roof replacement the right way, the long way. Novit customers are now enjoying new online and payment services. Through SmartHub, you can pay your bill, manage your account, check your energy use, report an outage, and personalize alerts. 
through SmartHub. There are no credit card payment fees. Register your account today at novec.com forward slash SmartHub. Novec, powering a bright future for you. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Over to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Washington Commanders apparently wore black today to mourn the loss of their season. The usually burgundy and gold fell hard in Dallas, 25 to 10. All alone now in last place at 1 and 3. The key number today, 11 penalties for 136 yards. Two of those penalties offset interceptions that would have changed the complexion of the game, Ron Rivera. Certain penalties are concentration focus. Sure, it gets loud. Sure, the crowd gets into it. Sure, they're, they're jumping the line, stuff like that. But we got to sit in there. we got to be disciplined. That's something that we as coaches got to make sure gets corrected. I mean, that, that was not good enough because we hurt ourselves and took ourselves out of certain opportunities. Early in the game, we're moving the ball and we get a holding penalty. When those things happen, <laughs> that really messes things up. Yeah, you can hear the frustration in his voice, and you can imagine the frustration in Baltimore. The Ravens blew a 17-point first-half lead against the Buffalo Bills. They fall 23-20, a chip shot Tyler Bass field goal as time expired, uh, providing the game winner there for Buffalo. So the Ravens now 2-2, two and two, both of their losses coming in heartbreaking fashion at home. Uh, there's something somewhat fitting that the Nationals clinched the worst season in franchise history with a Rain shortened 8-1 to one loss uh, to the Phillies uh, there in uh, seven innings. They uh, were in a rain delay of about an uh, uh, hour and a half and uh, went ahead and called the game. And so uh, the uh, they've now clinched uh, with that loss, now 105 losses. That is the worst uh, in the franchise's very young history. The uh, Orioles, uh, they win in New York 3-1, to beating the Yankees and keeping Aaron Judge in the park. So no history made at uh, Baltimore's expense. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP, at least 78 are dead in Florida and North Carolina. The grim toll of Hurricane Ian, which left widespread damage in its wake. Hundreds of thousands are still without power. And today, what's left of Ian is moving very slowly over our region. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson tells us we can expect more rain to last into Tuesday with some wind gusts that could pop up to around 50 miles per hour. And it's being called one of the deadliest sporting events in the world. At least 125 people are dead after a stampede at an Indonesian soccer match. It was sparked when police used tear gas against angry fans. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rick McClure in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Sarah, looks like it's getting better and better around the Capitol Beltway. Not too many delays left. We had a uh, big delay on the Prince George's County side through Oxen Hill and uh, Camp Springs and, and uh, Temple Hills. But they're gone now, and so you're back on the move most of the way around the Capitol Beltway. Maybe a few slowdowns here and there, weather-related. But other than that, everything's good and clear on both sides through Maryland and Virginia. Just got a report of a crash on 270 along the southbound ramp to Montrose Road. Watch for uh, uh, police and response uh, to the scene. I-95, no problems there. BW Parkway had a little volume north through Greenbelt and south through Jessup and Fort Meade. And that's it for the BW. BW's been pretty quiet this afternoon or this evening. Route 50 had a crash affecting the on-ramp from Cape St. Clair to eastbound 50. We believe that was uh, cleared. Good across the Bay Bridge. Wind warnings in effect for high-level vehicles. And everyone else, you're on the move. Uh, three lanes west and two lanes east across the bay. Over Virginia, 66 east.
through Roslyn before the GW Parkway and Route 110. Authorities are with the crash taking the left lane. And I-95 uh, still with the heaviest volume along the southbound side through uh, Lorton and parts of Woodbridge and uh, Dale City. Uh, still have a few issues uh, to contend with. Uh, the crash southbound ramp to Route 123, that's long gone. Uh, and the crash cleanup on the northbound side after Lorton had the right lane getting by at one point. That may be cleared as well. The crash northbound near the Springfield Interchange, that's definitely in the left lane. And the crash is on the GW Parkway, had one southbound after the Key Bridge. That was cleared from the right lane. And the northbound crash is still blocking the right lane near Spout Run in the northbound direction. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location nearest you. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Rick. And now we go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stineford. Wind advisory in effect for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties until 2 o'clock Monday afternoon. For tonight, rain likely will taper off to some light showers or drizzle after midnight. It's going to be quite windy. We can see wind gusts of 30 to 50 miles an hour, lows low to mid-50s. It's going to be a windy day on Monday with some off and on showers and highs only in the mid to upper 50s. Still breezy, still some showers on Tuesday. Mid to upper 50s, early shower on Wednesday, then clearing and warmer, highs low to mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinniford. 57 at Tyson's Corner, 58 in Crofton, it's 57 at L'Enfant Plaza, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP. Preparing for flood risks? Montgomery County has a new website that might help. I'm Luke Lukert. 621. Here's a highlight from Stephen Boberski, the public sector CTO at Genesis on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar, sponsored by Genesis. We have a complete portfolio of technology, but we lean on our partners to augment that portfolio with the cloud, the ability to reach into all of those partners to provide the services for the customer without them having to have that expertise or download something or have local equipment on premises is really important. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. Put your citizens at the Center of Government Services with Genesis, the global provider of modern customer and employee experience solutions. With Genesis technology, government agencies at all levels deliver citizen-centric support that ensures constituents are remembered, heard, and understood every time they connect with you. Deliver on the promise of a digital government with Genesis. To learn more, including FedRAMP solutions, visit genesis.com government. That's G-E-N-E-S-Y-S dot government. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. This is WTOP News. 623, we are feeling the remnants of what was once Hurricane Ian. And while it's bringing us just a soggy Sunday, 
The devastation in Florida is a stark reminder of the dangers of flooding. And Montgomery County has just launched a new website to get residents ready. Flooding is actually the most frequent and costliest natural disaster. According to the site, 25% of flood insurance claims come from moderate to low-risk areas like Montgomery County. The website gives you information about flood insurance availability. It also tells you about the most frequently flooded roads in the county and steps that folks can take to prepare for potential flooding. The county's new flood sensor project is also a highlight on the site. 34 flood sensors around the county have been set up to detect rising water levels and focus specifically on providing early warnings. Luke Luger, WTOP News. You'll find a link to that new website at WTOP.com. A toddler is recovering after he was grazed by a bullet. D.C. police found the boy when they were responding to a crash in the area of 25th and Q Street southeast early this morning. It's believed the boy was shot in Prince George's County. And now Prince George's County Police say they're working with D.C. police on this investigation. The boy is expected to be okay. Loudoun County Public Schools are trying to find are trying something for the first time. The goal? to solve concerns before they turn into problems. Loudoun County has hired its first ever ombuds. Carrie Williams is a designated neutral party to help students, parents, and staff navigate and deal with concerns they may have. The first thing she does is really, truly listen. Clarifying and understanding what the concern is, allowing the time and space for them to feel heard, and then coming up with maybe multiple options or pathways. She says it's confidential. She doesn't keep files. The hope is people will reach out to her before escalating their concerns through a more formal complaint. That may be the direction that we go. That may be one of the options that I provide. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Nine men are charged with breaking into some expensive homes in Howard County over the past six months. County police announced the arrest Friday after two burglary attempts, one in May, the second in September. The September attempt was in the 7100 block of Deer Valley Road in the Highland area, just off Clarksville Pike. They tried to enter a home through a rear sliding glass door and were caught there. In recent years, similar groups have targeted high-end homes across the country. The suspects are from New York and Florida, and may be connected to other burglaries in the area. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The workplace trend known as quiet quitting has gained lots of attention. But there's a flip side. Bloomberg reporter Joe Constant says quiet firing may be one reason that quiet quitting has taken hold. Often it's managers who are overworked, overloaded, and so they're not keeping the engagement of their employees up enough, and then employees pull back. Although social media has given us catchy hashtags, Constant says the dynamic is as old as the employer-employee relationship made worse by the pandemic. Part of that, I think, is the physical separation, and I think part of it is also just managers not being fully equipped to bridge that distance. And fixing the problem will take more than regular performance reviews. Management experts that I've talked to really emphasize that an annual review is not enough. You need a constant feedback loop. In a labor market with about two jobs for each unemployed person, employers who allow workers to feel unappreciated do so at their peril. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. We are starting to feel the effects of Hurricane Ian in our region. We'll check traffic and weather next and then... SMS text, 9.32 p.m. Hey, man, I'm not home yet. Grabbing a quick drink with my lady friend, LOL. But just wait for me there, dude. 
The spare key is under the big gray planter by the garage. Peace. When you send messages on SMS, someone else could be reading them. With end-to-end -end encryption, WhatsApp ensures that your personal messages are your personal messages. WhatsApp. Always message privately.